Welcome to the Mach 1 Market Moment Podcast with the team at Mach 1 Financial Group. The Mach 1 Market Moment Podcast starts now. Well, hello and welcome to another edition of the Mach 1 Market Moment. I'm Mark Haywood alongside Matt Walters from the team at Mach 1 Financial Group. They're retirement income planning specialists serving you at Mach 1 Financial Group there in Northwest Arkansas. And you can find Matt and the team online at mock-onefinancial.com. That's mock-the-number-one-financial.com. Or you can reach out, call the office at 479-876-2100, 479-876-2100. Always enjoy having David Lee, Mike Frost, Kyle Alexander, and Matt Walters on the podcast. And again, today we've got Matt. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm good. Busy and uh, I'm enjoying this warmer weather outside. Yes. So. Finally beginning to thaw out a little bit. Which I know. Is I, nice. had, I had a quick note. I had our sprinkler guy come out the other day and hook up the sprinkler system. And then he texted me the next day and said, hey, you might want to wrap that up because it's supposed to freeze tonight. Oh. So, you know, wasn't expecting freezing temperatures again. It's, but It's um, a painful thaw, but I'll settle for it. Yeah, I think we're about to turn the corner here, so hopefully warmer weather's yes. in the near future. Hopefully it's on its way. Well, let's take a couple of questions today from the mailbag, and if you'd like to submit your question to be featured on the show, you can do it by going online there to mock-onefinancial.com. You can submit a question, and we can talk about it right here on the program. Love hearing from listeners in and around the area. Let's take a question now from Edgar, who is in Rogers. Edgar says, do you have any book recommendations about retirement planning that would be helpful for me to read before meeting with a financial advisor? Yeah, good question, Edgar. Yes, definitely. I always recommend you um, educating yourself, spending as much time as possible thinking through things and everything before you meet with an advisor. But it's going to depend on what stage of life you're at and where you're at financially, right? So a couple books that come to mind that might be appropriate kind of depending on where you're at financially and where you're at from uh, uh, maybe you're nearing retirement or maybe you've just graduated college and you're, you're just trying to get started. Obviously, the book recommendations might look a bit different, but a good place to start is Dave Ramsey's The Total Money Makeover. So that's just a very basic in terms of financial success, how to get started, how to create a budget, what kind of insurance to look at, those types of just very basic ground level topics, but stuff you know that you, you don't necessarily learn in, in high school and college. So a lot of people aren't as familiar with those things as maybe they would like to be. So that, that Dave Ramsey Total Money Makeover is a great book to just kind of get your feet wet, start maybe asking or thinking through some of the right questions to ask before you go in and meet with an advisor. A book that comes to mind following that would be Chris Hogan's Everyday Millionaire. It's a great book of just kind of the everyday working people who have created wealth and done it the right way. And it gets into a lot of statistics to say that, you know, these people who have just very um, what you might call average jobs who have created wealth have done it by doing steps, you know, X, Y, and Z. And it gets into a lot of data showing the the statistics behind most wealth is not inherited. I look at that as that that can be a very motivational book in terms of just letting you feel like, hey, I can do this regardless of what kind of money I make and where I'm at in life. You know, with the right plan and the right thought process and mindset, um, I can make a lot of good things happen. So that's another book that I would definitely recommend: Chris Hogan's Everyday Millionaires. And then. For someone who's maybe later in life, maybe you've accumulated some wealth, you have some assets, and you're looking at how should you 
position those assets to be most effective as you get closer and closer and start to transition into to retirement, potentially. The Power of Zero by David McKnight is an excellent book to look at how your assets and portfolio should be structured from a tax standpoint. It's not going to get into really anything from an investment standpoint and you know how to invest, but it will talk about the various accounts and things that can be done and ways to help mitigate taxes in retirement. A lot of people are unaware of how heavily they're going to get hit with taxes once they do retire. And so that's a great book to use to kind of plan. I don't necessarily recommend or agree with everything that's said in any of those or all three of those books I just mentioned, but they're all three great reads and great places to start that, if nothing else, might bring up some good questions for you to take in when you do meet with your advisor. And as always, we'd love to meet with anyone here at Mach 1 that has questions and they're looking to put together a plan or or they're planning for retirement, we'd always love to meet with with anyone as well as you, Edgar, to answer those questions. Thanks for writing in, Edgar. We're certainly glad that you're asking questions as you were looking about starting retirement planning. Always good to ask lots of questions, do a lot of research out there. It's good that you have a couple of book recommendations for Edgar as well, Matt. Let's take another question now from Isabel. Isabel is in Bentonville, and Isabel says, do I need a financial advisor if I have a pension? Doesn't that kind of take care of retirement on its own? I worked for the same company for about 30 years, and the pension seems sizable and like it'll be more than I need, especially with Social Security thrown in. What do you think, Matt? Yeah, Isabel, great question. We see a lot of this. Unfortunately, we don't see as much of it as we used to because pensions are <laughs> pensions are becoming more and more rare, harder to find, right? A lot of companies have gotten rid of those, and but they're still out there. Someone like yourself who was with the company for years and started a long time ago, there are still some really good pension plans out there. So, But ultimately, to answer your question, yes, you definitely need to meet with an advisor. Now, what that relationship looks like could be different. If you don't have any investable assets and all of your retirement is baked into your pension and social security, then you may not need an advisor, obviously, to manage manage investment accounts for you. But from a planning perspective, accountability perspective, it's still extremely valuable to have that resource or that advisor to bounce ideas off of, to answer questions. Um, And the pension conversation can be a little bit more complex than you might think. So one of the first things that comes to mind is, well, if you're married and say you have a pension and your husband doesn't, you don't really have any retirement accounts, but you have a good, strong pension, decent social security. So you're like you said, Isabel, you're going to have enough coming in month to month to pay the bills and live and have a comfortable retirement. That's all good and well, but what does that pension, what exactly is it? Is it a single life? Does that pension go away if something were to happen to you? You know, If so, what have you done and how have you prepared to make sure your husband's taken care of? What is he going to need? So maybe there's a life insurance conversation that needs to be had so that there's an amount that were to come in to help take care of the spouse that's still around, but the pension went away. Maybe the pension has some type of survivor benefit, but it's not the full amount. You know, these are types of questions that we want to look at. So there's different layers to that. When to file for Social Security? Should we file as soon as possible? Should we wait a few years, try to let Social Security accumulate and grow and get a larger benefit? There's quite a few questions. Even if you're exclusively relying on a pension plan and Social Security, there are still quite a few questions and conversations that need to be had and answered just to ensure that you have have a solid, unbreakable plan in place. 
even if that doesn't mean you know you're going to hand over a sizable 401k or IRA to an advisor and have them invest that for you, there's still value in working with someone and having those conversations. So hopefully that helps, Isabel. Thanks for writing in, Isabel. Let's take one more now from Owen. Owen is in Bella Vista, and Owen says, as my wife and I get ready for retirement, we're realizing we might have way too much money tied up in our rental properties and in houses we're flipping. We only have about 20% of our money in the stock market. About a million dollars is tied up in real estate. We'd like to start selling properties and moving that money over to the stock market now. How do we go about doing that? Should we sell everything at once and move it over in one chunk? Spread it out over a couple of years? Keep some in real estate for diversification? What other things should we consider? So a lot of questions there about real estate versus stocks from Owen. Man, yeah. So great question, Owen. We're, you know, here at Mach 1, we're a fan of real estate diversifying. So someone who has quite a bit of assets, you know, using real estate, rental properties, commercial rental properties to diversify your portfolio. You know, real estate can offer and provide some benefits that you just can't find in a general stock or bond portfolio. But it also creates and and brings along with it uh, certain risks and things that you don't have to necessarily deal with or worry about with an investment portfolio that's in the stock market. So that's my way of saying, I think, a balanced approach, having some real estate, having some money in the market, having some money out of the market, all of those things make perfect sense. And it's a good balanced approach is probably what's going to be best for you. But I wouldn't go, you know, jump into th- anything, you know, too quickly. Like you said, maybe you should sell some real estate over time. You don't necessarily have to do that all at once. One of my questions would be, do you own the real estate outright or or have you leveraged your assets or your personal income to go out and acquire those real estate assets? And that might kind of help answer some of the questions of how much of it should you keep and how much should you sell and move over to an investment account. So I definitely am a fan of, I've, we've owned, me and my wife have owned rental properties ourselves. A lot of clients that do and definitely a fan of owning that and having that as a part of your portfolio. But we don't want to be overexposed in any one thing whether that be the stock market or real estate. So a good balanced approach is definitely what I would say makes the most sense for a majority of people. Well, thank you for writing in again, Edgar, Isabel, and Owen. As you have questions, as you're listening today, you're encouraged to reach out and give a call to the team at the Mach 1 Financial Group. Matt, what does it look like for somebody to come in and visit with the team? Yeah, so first appointment, just coming in, you know, getting to know each other a bit. We use a retirement planning software program called Retirement Analyzer. So we just start having a conversation, get to know you, look at your situation, start plugging in some numbers and crunching the numbers, looking at the analysis to figure out where we're at and where we're wanting to go. And so our goal at Mach 1 is to help you put together a plan to get you from point A to point B. And point A and point B look very different for every person who comes in the office But we're confident with our portfolios, our strategies, and our process that we can put together a plan that gets you from point A to point B in a way that you are confident and comfortable with that plan. And most importantly, just having the conversation and having a plan typically gives people a certain level of confidence that they typically haven't had with their financial situation. 
Well, if you'd like to come in and visit with the Mach 1 team, you're encouraged to do so by calling 479-876-2100. That's 479-876-2100. That's the way to reserve your spot for a complimentary visit with David Lee, Matt Walters, Mike Frost, Kyle Alexander, and the team at Mach 1 Financial Group. Again, just dial 479-876-2100. That's 479-876-2100. And Matt, thanks as always for joining us here on the Mach 1 Market Moment. Thanks, Mark. We'll do it again next time on another edition of the Mach 1 Market Moment. Advisory services through Capel Advisory Solutions, LLC, DBA Fusion Capital Management. Investments and or investment strategies involve risk, including the potential loss of principal. Please see full disclosures at www.mock-1financial.com.